Hello, friends, and welcome to the Cinemondo podcast. We're talking about um, the live action One Piece yeah. show on Netflix based really on the uh, incredible anime and which is based on the incredible manga of the same name but the netflix show is live action that's right and it for me absolutely works you know totally I was worried that it wasn't going to capture the vibe mm -hmm. it is. it's totally capturing the vibe they're doing mm -hmm. amazing things with their production design they're not they're they're going just far enough we we've discussed this in the other two episodes we've discussed the previous two episodes and we've talked about how great the production design is and the yes. and just the direction and the and the overall conceptual unity of of how they've transposed a, a really radically crazy anime into a grounded mostly grounded type of live action fantasy mm -hmm. that is a little bit it, towards anime land and a little bit towards game of thrones land and a little bit towards harry potter-ish kind of thing and i think they've done yeah. a remarkable job i really enjoy it it's just it's just got a cool vibe this was directed by emma sullivan it's called tell no tales that's what they're calling this one um we're going kind of in a way like location-based it's almost seems like so far like yeah. each episode seems location-based um also uh Matt Owens is one of the writers on this, and um, and she also actually Emma Sullivan also did some Doctor Who. So, oh, okay. I like that they're keeping people in the kind of genre esque people, which yeah. is you know like whether it's Marvel or Doctor Who, it's like I feel like they can bring the fanciful feel to it, and I, I think they're doing that. But they're keeping it again a little quieter, a little little more low key. But then when the fight stuff happens, it's like wow, it's crazy. yeah. They do a great job just framing that and making it like that. And so, just making these sort of broad characters these sort of i guess super characters into yeah. human characters as well like you really care about them and you like them yeah and i mean they realize that that a superhero or a you know in in, in a way the characters in this show are superheroes yeah to, in a way they're like superheroes but the the main thing about characters like that is that they also have to have a humanity to them or mm -hmm. else they don't work. And that's what the Marvel shows really do well at, you know, you get the, yep. you get the backstory and you get the, the reality of this person. You also get the downside of having a superpower or a, a super ability or being a special person, yeah. you know? Yep. So, so this one is called tell no tales. It is no the tales. first half of the Usopp story, like the right. syrup syrup village story, right. um, the gang the the gang of uh, the three core members, Luffy and and his Sorry. friends Zoro and Nami, are now on this little boat that Nami stole from some pirates, and not looking suddenly good. it's leak it's leaking, and they're like, ah, oh, you know, we just started being pirates, and now we got we a boat that leaks. So annoying. We just got rid of that stupid like buggy clown. Now our yeah. boat's sinking. So they end up on Gecko Island, which is pretty nice. Yeah, it's a boatyard there. Then and, and Luffy's boat like, yard. let's go get a boat. And it and you're like, don't you have to buy those kind of things? Like and you know, Ooh. Nami is like, how are you gonna pay for this? <laughs> just go and get me one. And yeah, I'll just talk, talk to talk people. Talk we'll just talk to him. I'll ask him. 
if I can have it. I do it. love <laughs> I love the scene because the going Mary is so iconic. You know, we see yeah. it in the posters, we see it in the, the previews, we see it in the anime. So when you get your first look yeah. at the going Mary, like that, oh, it was just like, oh, I got chills. I was like, oh my God, there it is. At that point, though, it's not Luffy's. It's just sitting in the, the shipyard. So he can't have yeah. it yet. What's he going to do? They, I don't they know. They meet Usopp, this guy who's... Cleaning the boat, you know, he's kind of like the chore yeah. boy of the of the. He shipyard. had a funny name for it, though. He called it like something like a uh, the sanitation technician. Like he had right. this funny name, and like, oh, so you clean up barnacles and shit. Okay, yeah, <laughs> like, the encrustation eradicator or something like that. And he but does seem to tell tall tales. He does seem to elaborate a lot on things that do not sound true at all. <laughs> well, his name is kind of a play on Aesop. You know, Aesop's yeah. fables. That's right, and. In the anime, he had a very long nose, which the implication was Pinocchio. You know, when you when he told yeah. a lie, his nose got longer and longer. So, Usopp's Usa, nose was like really long. So that implied that he told yeah. a lot of lies, right? A lot. <laughs> and you see him when he was when he's a little kid running through the village, saying, "The pirates are coming! Pirates are coming!" Mm -hmm. Everybody at, at first they're like, "Oh no, let's get out! We have to evacuate!" And then you see it again, and people are like, "Really?" And then the third time he does it, people are like, shut up. Like, all right, already. And you find out he's been doing this his whole life, this kind of yeah. stuff. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So then so, you see him as an is... older guy, like a grown-up guy running through the streets. The pirates are coming. Right. Everybody's just like, oh, there he goes again. <laughs> and you know that what happened to the little boy who cried wolf? You know what happened? There were really wolves. So one of these days, he's going to be right, right? <laughs> So, and then nobody's we, gonna believe him. No, they're not gonna be ready, and then they're gonna be complaining. No, come, no one told us. It's like I did tell you. It's like, oh yeah. But he's, but anyway. he's done this his whole life. He's done <laughs> yeah. this storytelling his whole life. That he's he's actually really good at it, and he tells some mm -hmm. funny stories. And he's got yeah. this friend who yeah. uh, so is a sick, sickly girl who lives in the big mansion, and her family owned this massive shipyard, so she's very wealthy. But he's yeah. he actually seems like he likes her as a person, as a friend. Yeah. And yeah. he's not after her money or anything. He's he's got a job in the shipyard. He seems kind of content with the job. Yeah. He seems like a good guy. You know, he's not yeah. he's not like not like after anything. He just likes to entertain her because I think he feels sorry for her because yeah. her whole life has been sort of locked up in this mansion and now she's getting sick for some reason and yeah. he sneaks into her house and tells her these wild stories about cute. giant he brings her little fish and yeah, yeah things and he he's her, seen and his yeah. travels <laughs> so well, he brings cute. her a rock you know and she says yeah. oh what is this and he says it's a giant pearl that i yeah. found when i was fighting the massive giant monster so goldfish cute. in the ocean and she's like laughing you know she knows he's not telling the truth right. but she's entertained and she likes him and he kind of i think knows that she doesn't really believe him but he he does it in a way that's yeah. just entertaining he's a storyteller exactly so but he does have a way into uh her palace like she's the rich she's the shipwreck it's a shipwreck the shipyard owner shipyard. they're kind of they're, the shipyard. they're very wealthy so since he has an inn he lets them in they have a little secret way in so they get into the through house the, through the the uh, the servants' entrance. It goes yeah. through the walls. In the anime, he just used to climb up a tree, but in this one, he comes through like the service entrance and comes in through like a secret door in her wall. I and, like that. Gosh, I hope the the they have a butler 
uh, named Clador, who she's like, I hope he never oh, finds out that he's you're so him. weird looking. Oh my yeah. god, that's so he's so diabolical. I mean, there's no there. The minute you see him, yeah. you know he's up to no good. Like, there's no way this guy's on the level because he's just too weird looking. And they kind of reveal it pretty quickly too, which is nice. It's like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't make you. No, think, they don't waste time in this show at yeah. all. <laughs> you know where you stand. <laughs> yeah, he's he's up to no good, obviously. And and the thing about the girl, um, she is. Uh, she's Kaya. She is this wealthy girl who lives in the mansion, but she seems really sweet and she seems like she's not obsessed with her money or her status or anything. But the sad thing about her is that her parents died, leaving her the sole um, heir of their fortune. But the thing is, she's, she's not old enough. She's like 17 or something. So mm-hmm. at, the, um, at midnight on a certain date, she becomes old enough to actually inherit the, the money. And her lawyer also, I think, has his quarters in her house. And he's saying, yeah. you know, it's coming up to the time when you're going to be the heir of the fortune. And, you know, at midnight on this one particular night. But then you find out pretty quickly that that her butler Clahador is um is doing something very bad. He's he he's, gives uh, her a very special health soup that is the only thing she's allowed to eat. Tea. Which instantly you're like, hmm, yeah, it's not good. But it looks like that blue drink stuff that you used to get at at like raves, you know, where you yeah <laughs> yeah, it's very like oh, it's like you don't eat anything super bright turquoise blue it just does not seem right right and seems even like she doesn't want it like she wants something else to eat yeah he doesn't let her and it's really sad it was her story is very sad it's very low-key sad yeah but she's she's one of those classic characters of somebody who's being exploited but she's just too kind-hearted yeah. to realize nice. it she doesn't think that people are going to be that way she's yeah. like no he's not that he's not a bad guy he's a good yeah. guy he's been working with my family for so long but then gradually she comes to the understanding you know through of course through the the helpful influence of the mm-hmm. of um the luffy the straw hat pirates you know they yeah. but uh, they they still kind of have there's a little bit of thievery going on with her and she's like okay well you're pirates that's what you do you're going to yeah, steal from okay. me but then they feel kind of bad about it and because <laughs> she's so nice nami ends up putting putting back the things that she stole from her i like too where she walks into a room with her bag full of stuff she's stealing and she yeah. doesn't realize that she's in there and and she looks at her and go oh where are you oh i thought this was the bathroom and she goes yeah. at the bag and she puts it down it's a big clattering sound it clearly yeah. is filled with valuables she's like it's okay you yeah you're it. pirates that's what pirates do you she's know like what like it was kind of like Ooh. it was very sad it was very cute I know. Then you're like, she just like, like her. she's like, I, and she also says something like, I just have so much stuff in this house yeah. that I don't, you know, I can, I don't care. Take it, you know? Yeah. But then Nami feels really bad and she ends up putting it back. So that's, that's kind of like a little yeah. bit of explanation of her character a little yeah. bit. We that's haven't true. yet seen her backstory. We don't know Nami's backstory. No, not yet. But in, in, um, I believe it's in this episode where we start getting a little bit of backstory of Zoro. Yes, that was a great. That's a great. I love that storyline. Yeah, it's really good. The, so you, the um, the story of Zoro is uh, he's being you know he's training. Is that in this episode? You rem- you saw that uh, part, right? 
Okay, it must be in the next episode. All right, so we don't really get too much about Zoro in this one. In no, but I loved it in the anime. <laughs> we'll probably get it soon. Pretty great. <laughs> I'm getting mixed up. I'm I'm ahead one. But there's so much like because we're watching the anime and this together. I know, and we're trying to watch them all. The because really, it's a one huge long movie. I mean, yeah. we're trying to figure out where we are in the narrative by watching them all at once. It's a little confusing, but I do feel very like steeped in one piece. So it feels it's a, it's yeah. a cool feeling to have that, that Luffy vibe and the pirates and the swashbuckling. Like I, I, I like it. Like it's pretty much all I do now is watch the anime. <laughs> and it's like, no wonder I'm confused, but anyway, no, no, this is all pretty much centered on the, the house and um, getting their boat and Usopp and like his backstory a little bit as a little kid. And, um, yeah, and we also see a little bit more of Kobe and the Marines. Yeah, the, um, there's a new a new uh, Marines guy who shows up named Garp, who's uh, he's got oh, this yeah, incredible cool. boat with a dog on the front that looks like my dog Darwin, except a little bit more <laughs> mean. But it's right. he's got like a dog head on the front of his boat with a bone in his mouth, and and uh, his his um, theme is dog like dog stuff and when he shows up yeah. on the on, at the marine base it. he's wearing this hat with the, with the ear flaps and it's got like a little i want that hat on. so much <laughs> it's like i want it's like it. the most it's like something a baby would wear it's like the most not intimidating headgear that you could imagine but he's if like you guys just, know where i can get this hat please put it in the comments because i, I need this need hat to, I need this hat. I can no way am I making it. No, you guys show me where the official hat is. <laughs> I could it make has to exist. Burke will make it. But you can tell a, me. I know how to make stuff like that. I can make that hat. You can but, make it so uh, easily. But it's so um it's so fun the design on this thing. He's oh, supposed so to be good. this badass intimidating guy who shows up and everybody's <laughs> afraid of him. They're like, you know, yes sir, yes sir and he's wearing this little dog hat with the floppy ears on the I side. I know and he's yelling at him and you have this little <laughs> cute face on his head like what the hell? And nobody's laughing. Everybody's like intimidated and and Kobe is so terrified cute. because it's like his first day <laughs> as a marine cadet. And you also realize that um that uh that the that the axe hand Morgan has been put in his place because he let the um he let the pirates escape yeah. and and you also see his son Helmepo um incredibly played by Aiden Scott in oh, this God. who is is the mm. embodiment of anime that guy and just such a broad character and that is such a hard type of character to play someone who is just completely ridiculed and and ridiculous you know and exactly you don't like him and you don't he's he's kind of like the prince joffrey of the show in a way he kind of is a lot <laughs> hotter joffrey. but i like where they had like <laughs> the scene where he's practicing his moves like oh, it was shirtless and he's practicing his sword he's moves. fully naked in that <laughs> when the camera pulls back I'm like whoa yeah. like fully nude man like okay i'm not sure it was this episode or last one but that's burned into my memory oh well. yeah he's, okay. he's naked he looked good he looked really and then uh, and then Zoro <laughs> comes in and he's like not even phased, you know, and he's like, "Are he's you like, going to oh, kill me?" And he's like, "No." I like he pulls a little more. toy in front of himself. A little, yeah. little. <laughs> so weird. That's the kind of weird humor this has, which I do like. <laughs> and he says, "Are you going to kill me?" And Zoro says, "I'm going to do something worse." And then you find out later that he cut his hair. You know, he gave him this, and it's really bad. It's a terrible haircut. haircut. It's like yeah. it's like half of it's long, half of it's short. That, that was not cool of him to do that. 
but then of all things you know kobe gets put together with that guy as they're both cadets you know now um helmeppo has to actually be a marine he has to be a cadet he has to salute and stand in the in in order and while his father now you know axe hand morgan is now tied to the same stake that uh, zoro that he had tied zoro to and this new guy coming in garp is Garp is strangely interested in the pirates who were there because he heard a description about the straw hat and he goes, "Mm, the straw hat. So there's some kind of connection here and you get the impression that he is focusing in on Kobe because Kobe knew them and had once been friends with them and, and uh, was rescued by Luffy. And so he says, this pirate's name is Luffy, huh? And so then he takes a special interest in 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 uh, Kobe, and puts Kobe on the case of going, yeah. you know, yeah. going after these pirates. And for some reason, he's As got this, sort of, this obsession with these uh, mm-hmm. three sort of noob newbie pirates. Yeah. And uh, like, why is he so concerned about that? Yeah, what's the, what's the deal with this? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. that was really good. <laughs> yeah. So they, they then, need a new boat. They go there to this island, and they meet these people. They get involved in the Syrup Town uh, politics and all that kind of stuff. The thing that is interesting about this episode is in the anime, this is the story arc that a lot of people seem to think is one of the worst story arcs. And yeah. I think I know why. I think they spent too much time in that trench thing where the other yeah were coming and they had the big fight in the trench it was like literally like 10 episodes long. <laughs> that's one fight this would not end but they completely left that story out of this uh, yep. they left no it fight. out the, the other pirates don't come this nope. is all about the um the household you know the the, the wealthy girl's house and her butler yeah. Cl- clahador i liked that because it felt a little more contained and grounded yeah. that way like we had this location we had the storyline we had this you know, sinister plot that, you know, this mystery they were solving. And I don't know, I, I enjoyed yeah. that because I feel like if you take it back out into, oh, another battle with another big bad, you know, it's like, save that for the next. And again, I think it was about pacing too. Like if you're watching this live action, you do need that kind of pacing difference or they it's all going to start yes. looking the same, which I think was really smart of them to do that. It needs to have so, a consistency okay to it. it. And this does, it mm-hmm. never gets boring. There's, it doesn't have any of those moments where you're like, uh, too much talking or whatever. It does have some talk and it does have some, yeah. you know, non, I don't, I don't need to be inundated with action constantly, but as long as there's some really interesting character yeah. development or some interesting processes going on or intrigue or mystery or some, some kind mm-hmm. of cleverness in the story, and yeah. this show is just packed with that. It's really, it's really fun yeah. with that kind of stuff. Yeah. The um the the way we go back and forth to Kobe's story and Kobe mm-hmm. in the anime at this point doesn't exist anymore. He disappeared early in the story. Yeah. But he's been a consistent character in in this anime so far. We've we followed Kobe's develop, you know, his his development as he became a cadet, and when he yeah. gets his first, you know, assignment from uh, Garp. And uh, yeah, he's got to weigh his allegiance because at one point Garp says, "Do you owe any allegiance to this Luffy?" And uh, Garp's answer—he doesn't give him a direct answer. He doesn't say no. yes or no. He says he's a pirate, and that's right. 
And he's like, okay, good. And and uh, so he's like, oh, okay, yeah. And he think I think what Garp is doing is using Kobe, obviously. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, that's his, his way in. Connection. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And what do you think of Arlong? They show us like just a brief moment of the fish guy with like the weird makeup nose. I guess. Yeah, that was very strange. Like a sausage. I didn't even remember it being that weird in the anime, but when you see it in this, you're like, that is just weird. Was, yeah, yeah, it was pretty entertaining. They had a kind of fun scene with that, which was kind of and they <laughs> kind went of for weird. it. You know, the show is kind of going a little bit more and a little bit more. The first pirate you see yeah. is the woman on the the ship. You know, they the um, yeah, she kind of looks normal. Alvita, yeah, she's a human. You know, yeah. she's kind of got a normal kind of crew. Her styling yeah. isn't a little; it's not totally overboard. Yeah. She doesn't have any kind of wild makeup or anything. That's right. And then you meet some other people, and they get more and more broad, you know. And then finally, yeah. you get to Buggy, and then finally, you get to this guy with the with the blade nose. That's and- true. They're like ramping up the bad guys to be even more and more absurdist and and more stylized, and have weird like, contraptions or weapons that are part of their bodies, or you know, it's just, it's just getting more and more fanciful. It's, it's almost like they're kind of like easing you into the absurdity of it, which I. <laughs> I think it was kind of smart. Yeah. And it's also, I think the stories, I, it seems to me that the stories are kind of developing in a way too, as you go along. Um, you mentioned, I think you mentioned Harry Potter earlier. And one thing I've yeah. always liked about the Harry Potter movies, I actually enjoy the Harry Potter movies. Um, I enjoy them more now than I did when they came out, because I remember when yeah. I saw the first one, I was like, well, it's like a kid's movie. It's a, it's, yeah kind of like a Disney-ish yeah. kind of fun kids yeah. and the kids yeah. are cute and, and all that, but it yeah. wasn't really yeah. my kind of movie. But yeah. after they made all, you know, 700, however many film there were um, of the Harry Potter story, you realize what was going on there. The, the story grew up with the kids. Yes. And, and, you know, by the time you get right. through the episodes of Harry Potter, they're dark and yeah. the story, the stories between the kids are about teenager stuff and older kid stuff. And, right. and finally, when you get to the end of it, it is dark and, yeah. and heavy, you know, and that's what I like about the Harry Potter sequence. And yeah. I have a feeling that one piece is kind of doing that in a way when it starts off, you know, Luffy is happy go lucky. And as mm-hmm. it goes on, he gets more and more in more and more situations where you think yeah. he's in real danger it, this yeah. is not make believe. This isn't like him just having fun on the high seas playing, yeah. you know, playing pirate with his pals. Yeah, yeah. It's like you could almost, you know, you almost died and your friends That's almost right. died. And so yeah. it, it's getting a little heavier and heavier, I think. Yeah. Too. It is. And so we've added in Usopp as a new crew member. You know, he yeah, goes by with the them. end of this. Yeah. And so I, I like that, you know, we're, we're getting new locations new enemies and then we're adding to this group so we're getting to know them one by one in a way like we're getting add you add the new dynamic to the group they're still reluctant to be a group they're still like how are we, how did we get here <laughs> but they're like let's just see where this goes you know luffy now he has a ship they got the they got the ship but they're she coming along the you know when there's one scene in the in the second episode when uh, zoro is tied up and the and the guy comes in on his unicycle oh, yeah. and they did have that unicycle guy from the anime but they toned him down a little bit, but he was still pretty cool. I think he, he looked like yeah. the guy from the human league with his haircut, you know, and yeah. <laughs> sort of emo, you know, he's got like mm-hmm. the hair 
and uh, but he was really cool. And even a small character like that who comes in, the guy comes yeah. in, and there's a scene where he's like, "You killed my brother. You tracked us like mm-hmm. we were like a demon." And you That's know, right. it was heavy. It was really well it was. performed. It's it was really sad. And you're like these these little moments like that is just a character who's in one episode, right. but he was so memorable and so good. And what you see there too with Zorro is he hears Luffy screaming, you know, like Luffy's being tortured by Buggy yeah. and, and he's tied up. And I think it was at that moment when he came to this realization and then um, the guy, you know, the Phil Oakley guy with the, with the haircut comes, comes <laughs> in. And, and I think he says, um, he says something about, I, about cynicism or something. And he says, no, I, I I'm, it, Luffy has this uh, has this spirit, and it's rubbing off on me. And then yeah. when he gets down off of that thing, when he finally escapes, and yeah. and he and Nami escape, he smiles. You know, I've been watching this with my wife, and and she was yeah. like, "Oh, he smiled!" And it's like <laughs> it was a big moment, you know, because he's so grouchy. <laughs> and he's i think it was at that moment he realized maybe we are a crew you know yeah he's like i'm not not minding this as much as i thought i would we have each There's other's backs i know it's so <laughs> cute i know it, it kind of makes me sad away i only have five more episodes but the only thing that sustains I me is i have a thousand more episodes of the anime so we're okay yeah, it'll be all plus, right i have a feeling i'm wondering if people are liking it I, i'd love to hear yeah. from the um from the anime fans and manga fans you know the the old school One Piece fans. If they could yeah. leave some comments down here, do you yeah. like it? Did you guys like binge on all eight episodes already? And are you are you gonna are you gonna give it positive reviews on your social media and your whatnot and and yeah. make sure that there is a uh, second series and an perhaps ongoing series of One Piece because eight I episodes hope there's a season two. It's not yeah. enough, and and it's so lovingly produced. Like I, I just feel like there is some real yeah. care taken into this production. So I'm hoping we're rewarded with some, you know, a season two. That would be nice. Yeah, and it doesn't replace the anime. It doesn't. It doesn't mm-hmm. ruin a, the anime. Oh, it's not like treat. it's another thing based in that's that right. universe. And that's yeah. one thing I always hate to hear on the internet where people say it destroyed my childhood memories. It's like, no, it didn't. Yeah. It added okay. to, to your. To, that's right someone else's childhood memories you're not a child anymore you know those things still exist you can always go back and watch them again you know that's but right. this is a new different aspect. it's a try that's right and they did yeah. it right they did it with the right people they did it with you know the, the talented people they care this wasn't just like yes. again like a quick runoff did they get everything right no did, is it perfect no but it is super fun i'm enjoying it the the fact this exists is why I'm watching the anime at all. So it's yeah. getting both things for me. I'm getting the, to watch the live action and I'm starting to watch the anime, which I've never really done before. So that's sort of what I like is it's bringing in new fans and new people. And so they'll always have that going for them. Yeah. So and it's, it's, pure escapism. it's like the ultimate time type of escapism. That's right. I used to really not, I used to kind of not like um, fantasy type things. I used to have a bit mm-hmm. of a problem with things that didn't sort of have a basis in yeah. a, in a recognizable reality. Mm-hmm. But I, I've gotten, as I've gotten older, <laughs> I kind of realized it's sort of fun to see a completely fabricated world. I, I love science fiction yeah. on fabricated yeah. worlds, you know, where everything yeah. is new and created, right. but still kind of 
I mean, the, the earth still exists and, you know, that kind of thing. But in this, you feel like this is another world that doesn't exist. The, the sure. continents don't even look the same. And the planet, it's, you don't, I don't even know if they use the word earth, but it's, it's yeah. like, um, it's alternate it's reality. A, it's an alternate, alternate reality. World. Yeah, that's right. Let us know what you guys are thinking about the series so far. Um, we're only in episode, sorry, third episode. We're going to keep going. We're going to do them all. And uh, let us know what you what you think about it so far. Yeah, yeah. Let us know if if you're liking it and if it's yeah. if it's working and if you're okay with the fact that it changes things and condenses the story mm-hmm. and leaves parts out. Is it leaving out parts that you are like, oh no, they left out my favorite thing. And yeah, they didn't. They didn't show uh, one of the things I that they left out that I really wanted to see was a flashback uh, with Buggy and Shanks when they were kids. Yeah. That was in the anime that I thought was mm-hmm. hilarious because you find out that yeah. Buggy really is a clown. Is his that's his real He's got that nose. <laughs> that's true. So they left that out, and I was like, "Oh yeah. no!" But then you know what? That's a that's that okay. is one of those tangents I that mean, takes you back to someone who's not a main character. That's right. As, and it's like we're we're getting to know our crew, and yeah. they're getting the flashbacks. And I, I'm okay with that structure. I think that's okay. Yes. All right, and it's you guys for choice to figure out what not to put in. That's a huge. I don't know how it'd be so heartbreaking to have to cut stuff that you love. I know that really works, but they're giving it a shot. Yeah. All right, so I hope you guys like this review, episode three, and we're gonna be moving on to episode four very soon, and um, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.